So guys, welcome to part two of the episode talking about Pendle's greatest nights out. Um, we had a fantastic response to last week and we've got some fantastic stories coming up in this episode talking about the crane, talking about the couple of weekends we had at V-Fest. Um, so many great stories, so enjoy the episode. to get onto the crane don't we and the amount yeah. of uh, the nights we had down there um i think it's fair to say the, the crane was was our hub not only after the games but where where we met and some of the things i've dripped down is that we met there almost by accident at times sometimes the Holbridge lot said oh we just thought we'd see a few of you down here other times um it was it was organized beyond belief and like whether or not it was for one of the presentations or christmas eve etc but I suppose a little token, like the staff over the years at the Crane were absolutely superb to us. And um, I suppose Nikki needs the biggest shout out because she was fucking blinding to all us lot. Um, yeah, so absolutely superb she was sort of in there. Yeah. I mean, I definitely remember, you know, even in, in the sort of the later days, I mean, I remember one time we was going back to uh, going back to Robbo's after a night and, I, you know, I think probably when we'd slightly grown out of the, uh, of the club in... Uh, age or certainly us older ones had and we weren't so we weren't as keen mm. to be like right let's fucking go and get in the mixer at fucking jumping jacks and all that um, we definitely ended up uh, I seem to remember we was going back to Rob's um, Rob and Sarah's at the time and uh, you know their they're place before the one they're in now and we ended up <laughs> I can't remember it was, whether it was me and Jack Ranger or me, I can't remember there was two of two or three of us we bought some extras from, uh, or bought some afters to take back to, uh, to take back the Robs from the bar as like a crate. Um, and we was down in the fucking cellar at the crane <laughs> trying to fucking, it, with no, like, no light under the fucking light of a torch, trying to fucking find this crate of Smirnoff or beer or fucking something <laughs> to take back to Robbo's. And I remember fucking. I remember getting walking back to Robbo's and just fucking one of the bottles just fell out just as just as we got back and it broke and then someone just come in with the fucking stone cold theme tune music and it was just <laughs> just perfectly just like yeah. it was just like yeah just fantastic and and you know it was because of our relationship you know not many not many places would allow you to do that, but no. I think it was because of our relationship with Nikki yeah. that um, that she was happy for us to uh, mm. to maraud around down in yeah. her in her basement. Yeah, and the, the, yeah. the boys that we must have put some money over the bar in the year over the years as well. But yeah. um, so, I mean, there's loads of the big nights out, but just quick note on like just the random nights as I just sort of touched on when you just end up down there, whether it be sort of a few of you or you know. Alex used to bring the boys down so they could all have a drink, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you know, whether or not it would just be us, Basil and Lot, but the random nights was absolutely superb down there. Um, and just like sort of random sort of drink phases and little things we went through. We went through a phase of playing pool a lot, then we didn't. We went through a phase of blagging like the jukebox, like, you know, free plays on the jukebox yeah. or even playing 
little money games to just so everyone sort of pounds in the in the cup and that, and then just oh nicking that and put it in the jukebox. But um, what was what was some what, you know a couple of your favourite sort of nights down there? Well, one of the ones I had was when, was um, again I can't remember if this was when she was leaving or maybe just and and again I can't even remember if this was. Uh, for a particular event or if it was just a random night out and it was but I remember we uh when Kaz was there um we definitely it was a, definitely a karaoke night because mm. I ended up singing uh singing karaoke for it and uh and then getting all you lads to come in as the as the music started for um you can leave your hats on and <laughs> uh and do it and do it and definitely again this man John Berry was definitely would have been front and center for this one um, stripping in the middle of the crane, yeah. doing a little strip tease for Kaz. Um, to uh, with me doing my best Tom Jones impression that I could to uh, to sing and leave, you can leave your hat on. And then I think from there it was literally like right, close back on, and then we went out at Baz Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just um, typical of what it did. I suppose the one thing when it comes to mind, like karaoke nights at the crane, which is one of the like things are written down, and we'd done many of it, whether or not it was an official karaoke night or or just managed to wrangle it with a DJ, um, you, you could be proud to sort of say, well, everyone needed you to uh, sort of get the ball rolling because you, you'd sung and been in the band and, you know, you weren't frightened from it. Whereas a few of us, like myself, probably needed a few more more beers and, and stuff like that. Myself, Jack Ranger, like Berry, Jack and that, like uh, even Jim and stuff. Like we, we love the karaoke nights, but brilliant for you starting it off. Um but I, I remember two things sort of between ourselves for karaoke. I remember the night where you're singing, I, can't, I wouldn't be able to tell you the artist or the name of the song, but you you marauded over a couple on a date that you found out after. I think that was on a date. <laughs> and uh, you, you put like your leg up on the table and you're singing the song. Is it, is it going, it goes something like, is she really going out oh, yeah, with yeah. him? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. The geezer's punching, <laughs> and you're, you're just like leg up on their table, and uh, all the boys are absolutely loving it. All the regulars, like like the staff, and you're doing it, and this bird's like what? And the geezer, fair play to him, like he, he saw the funny side, but and that's what you would do. You'd get the party started for the karaoke, and the boys would follow. And uh, I, I remember once, um, I thought, oh fuck it, I've got got to have a go. I fancied myself as a bit of a singer, but not not very confident. And uh, I'm singing Bon Jovi, one of my go-to songs, as I thought I'd, I'd know 90% of the words off by art. But when you're up doing karaoke, all of a sudden it throws you sometimes, the words, when they count on the screen. And you, you want to sing it naturally, but actually the words have come up and sort of thrown you a bit. And uh, I remember sort of sitting there singing, like, Sunday, I'll be Saturday night, and Rob always tells me, Ken's like, by night third chorus your arms are wide open and you're really giving it some <laughs> and my phone was going in my pocket at the same time so like, why is my sister ringing me funny enough and I'm, like, i didn't know at the time but she's at, at a bon jovi concert with one of her pals and she rings me with someday i'll be saturday night playing in the background on my voicemail as i'm singing it and i'm like it's <laughs> absolutely fucked up Madness. but um yeah like obviously like jack ranger and jim and like um Jack and Dale and like everyone would get up for like the, the classics and um you know the, the duets. I remember once some geezer tried singing Ed Sheeran and Jack was like, No, nah, you're not singing that, mate. I'm gonna come and sing that with you. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. 
But uh, he'd, had, he'd had his two beers and he was up. Yeah. Any other sort of funny things from the karaoke nights? For the yeah, I mean, I remember there was me and you doing Derulo once. Oh uh, yes, Derulo was big. I yeah. mean, fucking, the, I mean, the Jason Derulo gig was a fucking was, yeah. a, was an eventful night. Yeah. Certainly was for Del. Um, <laughs> yeah, as he ended up uh, at you know uh, Her Majesty's pleasure for uh, for an evening <laughs> or for for a few hours certainly, <laughs> and uh, yeah. teach him to slap someone's ass, some random person's ass in London. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that was a fucking that was a mad night going to watch Jason Derulo. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, we were we were we were behind the. Uh, I was certainly we were behind the marauded up and down behind the bar singing mm. uh, in my head. Yeah, um, and you were you was, were sort of dinging the bell and and sort of <laughs> doing what what you was doing whilst I sort of maintained the sort of the verse the verses. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I remember Jack Jack Ranger getting down your bar quite a bit for various things yeah. and stuff like that, but. Um, Full on Alfie Moon, wouldn't he be? Oh, that, yeah. was, that was right in the, yeah. at, you know, fucking Shane Richie's in EastEnders at the time. He was fucking full on yeah. Alfie Moon behind yeah. that, behind that ramp, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. And um, I suppose, sort of staying with the the, the the singing, I suppose down the crane. Obviously, they had a few live singers, but the Scooby Night was was probably up there, and everyone talks about the Scooby Night. Yeah, I mean that that sort of started, I suppose, a little bit, and. Um, we went down one night, and it would have probably been like me, me, Robbo. Um, I think Jim was there uh, as well at one. Jim and Sarah and Rachel were sort of there, and it was, it was. Um, we were sort of dancing around, and we was having a bit of a, me and Robbo. You know, being in the band together, we sort of any any sort of music. We was having a bit of a chat with a singer and a guitarist, and um, it turned it turned out when we was chatting to him, he'd done Psycho's Wedding. <laughs> He was he was the band at Psycho's wedding, and we was, and funny enough, we just spoken to him at the time. We was he, he was saying that he'd been uh, that uh, he'd gone and done, they'd gone and done a wedding where they'd uh, they'd ended up turning up doing it, and he and then the singer realised he'd actually been with the bride at one point. We went, <laughs> we went they weren't psychos. Was he was like, no, 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 it weren't that one. It weren't that one. <laughs> so it's like, don't have a go at Scooby for that. But no, I mean they was they was we we ended up having a right good crack with them down there, and and sort of they. I remember them saying at the time they was oh we wish we wish you know me me and Rob was at every one of their gigs sort of thing just to you know trying to get everyone involved and the party started but yeah I, I think that was sort of we because we'd spoken so highly of them then I think when it was the when it was the turn of one of the um, where it combined I think as our our end of season um, and the FA Cup draw yeah. um, opening. That they used to do, which you know, I think they used to fucking put about three or four grand behind the bar on uh, on that day, the regular sort of thing when they when they did that because it was a big old big old session that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that was one that Nicky saw sense and got Scooby in on that that day, and that was a yeah, that was a that was a bad one where I where I just sort of you know during the the song that always sort of seems to come back to come back around in my life somehow um uh, down the back in anger was and i knew and i knew from speaking to the guitarist previously he weren't a massive oasis fan like the rest of them liked it and uh he wasn't a massive fan he was more into his uh into his hard rocking stuff but um i i spoke to, i had sort of motioned to him and said he was looking a bit bored and i was in oh, i said I'll, I'll come play guitar so we switched over and uh <laughs> so i fucking ended up on stage actually no it weren't nicky that was laura Laura was the fucking manager at the time. So I remember her, she said after, she was like, yeah, I was, I was standing there 
and the song's playing, and all of a sudden I've looked next to me, and the fucking fucking Craig, I think his name was, the guitarist, was the next to me. She was like, oh, I didn't know what was going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking... Yeah. And I was on stage, and I think that was the same night that we got that, like I said, that, that Jim got up and sung for his missus, um, yeah. sung Green Day time of his life. And then, uh, I think someone else might have got stage, and then I uh, I ended up on stage doing fucking gay bar, um, with them as well, sort of him later on in the night, sort of him. But yeah, it was uh, yeah. no, they were they were a fantastic bunch, the, the, the scuba lads, and they was. You know, as long as you were respectful of their gear and their equipment, sort mm. of thing, they was they was well up for us getting right involved. Yeah. And, and and you know, that was that was the beauty of the crane, wasn't it? They sort of almost let us, um, you know, to an extent because we were respectful. They sort of were were happy for us to have a, a bit of a run of the place. Yeah, we we definitely had a license, and whether or not it was, could we have this? Can we do that? Can we move this table or that? you know, whatever we wanted for the presentation nights and stuff like yeah. that. It was, nothing was too much. And they knew that none of us ever started anything or, or whatever. And uh, mm. yeah, it was good. And I suppose while we're sort of, we're saying about the, the regulars and the presentation nights, um, I suppose that that's, that's one of the, uh, the side topics of the crane. The, the presentation sort of days slash nights down there were, you know, they didn't have like a big space for us all. You know, we had a big crowd that followed us down there, didn't we, on presentation nights? Yeah, and, uh, I remember those those first couple were were massive, weren't they? Yeah, I, I remember like the first first one we sort of was outside on the wall, and, and you'd you'd run it, and then we had one sort of over on the grass area. We had one sort of inside on the pool table area. It sort of they fit us in where where we could, but every time it worked because all we needed was the crane. And the and the team and 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 the good yeah. night out and uh, you know it was like brilliant and we got people like I think maybe Nikki helped give out awards at times and um, we've had some good sort of speeches down there and, and you know we had the we had the time where we had the raffles and stuff like that and um, yeah. just sort of raising a bit of money and stuff and but no that day where we combined with the regulars was absolutely fantastic yeah superb day wasn't it superb yeah. but yeah going but i think i think the first the the very first one sort of in which um that we did as the as a presentation or certainly i think it was the first charity day mm. um just thinking you know not as much the day itself but the night before <laughs> I mean, we was all around Ricks. Yeah, in the in the hot tub. Yeah. In the when we had nine of us in an eight eight man hot tub. Yeah. Now, any any hot tub connoisseurs around the world know that eight man isn't eight fucking lads <laughs> in their twenties. It's you know a few of which are uh, slightly uh, larger than usual, um, and so to fucking squeeze nine of us in there. Mm. Uh, and fucking Milbo pulling out the old, was it the white Zinchenko? Was that the fucking or the what was the the the, the, the pink Zinchenko? The fucking rose? White 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 Zinfandel was it? Yeah, Zinfandel, yes, Zinfandel. That's yeah. it. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Pulling that all of a sudden he's just reached behind in, into a fucking conifer that's in Rick's garden and just pulled out a bottle of fucking white Zinfandel. And we're like, Did you get? He's like, I put it there a little while and fucking just pulled out this bottle of rose. Started it now. Uh. What I will say is bless fucking uh bless Rick's old man and uh and his mum. The state the the colour of that fucking <laughs> that water in the morning was uh, an absolute disgrace because fuck knows what went you know. Uh. Everyone 
everyone would there just you'd be drinking your beer and all of a sudden like you just readjust and you just fucking dip your beer in the fucking water. <laughs> I knew beer needed this fucking. It was all sorts. It was fucking it was skittles, fucking, wasn't there? Yeah, skittles, M and M's, fucking. Oh, the lot was fucking. I tell you what, that was brilliant. And then obviously we woke up the next day. Had like a photo in the garden, didn't we? Yeah, um, with all the ties and. But yeah, the rosé that 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 was like a weird phase. I remember me and Jack Ranger especially like getting on the rosé and then the old speckled hen at like one weekend and that links into like um, another weekend I'll mention a bit later what we all went on. But yeah, we went for a phase of drinking wine, the team, or especially rosé. Well, uh, certainly just a phase of, I think drinks in general sort of took a bit of a phase. Because I remember there was a little little period where me and Tomo got on the chasers and that was, that was our big thing of just going, right, we're going to have like a gin and tonic mm. chaser. And I remember that stopped at midnight one night in fucking in the crane when I went, I'll have a, oh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a beer, I'm going to have a gin and tonic. Mm. And it was the fucking worst decision. I don't think I've drinking gin and tonic <laughs> since then. It was fucking horrendous. <laughs> but but the other big one, which was definitely a feature of that that Scooby night, which was uh, was the Irish flag. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and I fucking love an Irish flag. I still, I'd, you know, any 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 chance to, to whip out an mm. Irish flag now, I, I'd, I'd still go for it. Yeah, the Irish flag, obviously one of the main points I've written down. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it was something that, that I brought into the group. And yeah, me, definitely. me, Sean and Stumble were hooked on this thing when we went to Spain on holiday once. Um, it was it was just magical. And uh, it, was, um, it was sort of our, what's the word? It was sort of... Pendle's potion, if you like. Um, yeah, it was a bit of our own cocktail, wasn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah, and like, and I've I've said like, you just turn around and oh, fuck me, Kansas got fucking three jugs of Irish flagging, or yeah. you turn around and Jim's got fucking a Jaeger bomb for everyone, or oh hold on, yeah. the corkies are in. It's like, yeah, what like, and because there was so many of us, there was like we all had a round or put in for a round and well actually there was probably a few people that didn't <laughs> you know who you no are names. Um, yeah you either didn't put in for a round or you fucking ordered double when other people was playing um but no you know you think shit there's, there's like 20 of us down here all of a sudden there's drinks coming out left right and center like what is going on sort of thing but um yeah the, the drink side of it was fucking absolutely brilliant um uh yeah um uh, a favourite night of mine. Uh, let's go back. Like we mentioned, the, the rogue waistcoats and stuff like that. But the um, the Christmas Eves uh, down there was was an absolute given. Um, and then on on to the clubs. I mean, Crane and then Jumping Jacks just has a, a magical ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fan, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> No, it was just a fantastic place to start off, sort of thing, and and it sort of either became that we started off at, um, you know, started off crane, and then often then it it sort of became it evolved that pre pre drinks, if you like, then ended up being at Robbo's, yeah, wasn't it? and that was, yeah. um, and there was there was one night, and this this probably comes into right, in, whereas karaoke is right in my wheelhouse, sort of. Um, this was one of the the fancy dress nights that was right in. You know, always fell right into your wheelhouse, Kenzie, and I yeah. let you uh, mm. talk through some of your favourite uh, favourite outfits of fancy dress that you donned over the years. But um, this was one of the uh, the wrestling the wrestling. Oh. One. I can't remember what this was what this was, was for, but it was I just was, for Halloween. Yeah, was yeah. it Halloween? Yeah, night? and yeah. I remember we went. Um, I was so you had me as Hulk Hogan, 
Tomo was Sting. I think he still got my leather jacket from that <laughs> night, actually. Um, <laughs> fucking Robbo was gold dust. <laughs> fucking Ugandan is the Undertaker. Um, fucking Dell was Big Show. I can't remember fucking Jack was maybe Jack Ranger Mankind. I can't. No, remember. Jack Ranger was Al Snow. Al Snow, that's it. Yes, because <laughs> he come down with head. Yes, but. That was uh, that was a, a cracking night that, that started off with us getting locked outside of Robbo's for 45 minutes, thanks to uh, Tony, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I usually started at Robbo's, and I um, I think me and Dell would... I don't know if Dell come a bit later, actually. Dell was a bit later because he was getting his uh, tiger drawn on his arm. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was a little bit longer... Um, because if anyone knows me, they know I'm a massive fan of The Undertaker. And I was taking... You're a massive fan of fancy dress as well, well so you take of... it seriously. I do, and I've set myself a bar. And everyone yeah. always expects something now. So even if it's like a little rogue family fancy dress, I get told off, oh, just, just chill out of it. No, I fucking got to do it like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I took a bit longer sort of getting ready and meeting you down there. Obviously, Halloween, people expect you to be dressed up. I mean... Us, the Pendle family had a few rogue ones when we just sort of decide fancy dress. But as you got a bit older, that got a bit more sort of hard work and rogue to do. But yeah, the, the rest of the night started off, like you said, you got locked out and we got in there. And it ended up us all wrestling in the ground uh, the, on the front grass of the crane. Yeah, I remember dropping the big atomic leg on Charlie. Um, <laughs> and, I, and the thing is as well is my ankle, that was when my, I'd done my ankle and my ankle yeah. was fucked. And yeah. I remember just doing that and it being no good. And uh, I'd had to pre-cut um, one of the vest tops that I had so I could rip it open because I'm not strong enough like Hulk Hogan because uh, <laughs> I didn't eat my vitamins and I'm not a racist. So, uh, <laughs> so I can't rip open the T-shirt. But yeah, um, but yeah that, was, that was, like I said, one of your, your fantastic, mm. one of your later efforts, I suppose, really. The, the, the other two um, big efforts that probably everyone will remember um, were... Uh, with, with some of your possibly some of your best best yeah. work, Kenzie. I think my best work was, and this was Halloween, um, and I know it was Halloween because it's X Factor time of year, and um, a friend of mine, I say a friend, he, he's uh, he performed at a family party. Yeah. And, oh god, uh, mate, friend yeah. of friend of the pod, yeah, friend I of mean, the show. Yeah, I mean, go for. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he listens in, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I dressed up as Wagner one night, and it was probably one of my most famous. And uh, my funniest, best nights out of the year in, in jumping jacks. Because if you go in fancy dress, you've got to go jumping jacks. You can't yeah. talk about it in the other clubs, really. And uh, like some of the others, uh, I get confused because there was two big, not the wrestling, but there was two big fancy dress nights out. The one where I went as Wagner, and the one where I went as Keith Lemon. Yeah, uh, who was now the key, the I wasn't. I wasn't there for the Wagner one. I think I was. Right. Um, I was trying to woo my now wife. Um, mm. I suppose successfully. Yeah. Um, but uh, the yeah, the, I was definitely there for the Keith Lemon one. Um, which again, uh, reasons unknown. It could have been a birthday. Um, could have been a. It could have been a, a fucking a, just a, a random. I remember it being quite a warm night. Yeah. Because I, I I'd gone as a as a fucking. As a cowboy, yeah. um, and had one of me, one of my many check shirts um, in the in yeah. the Mick Foley collection, yeah. um, and uh, and just had a cowboy hat and a and a fucking handkerchief over my face, but uh, 
or a fucking bandana rather over my face sort of thing. But yeah, no, it was a, yeah, I remember you turning up, hanging out the window dressed as a, dressed as Keith Lemon yeah. sort of thing and fucking everyone. Yeah. You know, it was one of those, you, you, you timed your arrival well on those ones, Kenzie. You was, yeah. you was rarely first one down sort of thing. And then everyone's there. And then we're all waiting for you to turn up and see what you're going to dress as. Because you, you always kept it a really closely guarded secret. Yeah, and I sort of went with what was sort of popular at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, you just always hit the nail on the head with them. Yeah. But I, I remember a few... I remember, I think the Wagner night was when... I think that was the one where Stumble and Rob were the Mario brothers. No, Charlie and Rob were the Mario brothers, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, I think... I, I get confused. No. And then you had the night where I think was Berry was maybe Superman, but the what the, the two that stand out for the night with Keith Lemon is Tomo come down as a fucking vicar. Do you, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And Berry has come down as Mr. Belvedere from American <laughs> Pie the Wedding yeah. with his chaps cut out of his fucking jeans. And he was banging on for weeks that he was coming as Mr. Belvedere. It's like, yeah, but we all know who you are. But no one else where he was like, oh, I don't care. And he's walking around the pub. And do you remember a couple of the old girls in the pub, the regulars? They absolutely loved him that night. Yeah. He had his ass out. And I think, didn't we have to like, we had to be a bit careful getting him in the clubs. I think we sort of had to shimmy him in. Yeah, I yeah. I, I can't remember, but that was blinding. That was blinding them fancy dress nights. Yeah, superb that. Superb. Yeah. Um, uh, and one, one of the other nights to do with Berry, he... Um, he returned from the army and uh, it was school disco night at the Crane. So a few of us made the effort. I know some of the Holbridge boys made the effort. Um, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting night, um, but but very good as well. I, I think that must have been a sort of D, I would have thought DJ night for school disco. Yeah, that that was fucking that was heroic and that was sort of one of Barry's best nights. So give that to him. Um, yeah. One of the one of the later ones I remember. Sort of the, I think it was the it was the, uh, the year of the. Um, it would again this so this would have been one of our presentation nights or certainly yeah I think it was uh, it was presentation and then I did about an hour's worth of fines night and this was when we did um, we had the random uh, we had a bit of a, a fucking pick a mix bowl didn't we of like yeah. basically pick out what your yeah. what your forfeit's gonna be sort of thing so it was a bit yeah. of money and then a bit of forfeit as well yeah um and that was the night of uh of milbo getting uh fined for going traveling in inverted commas uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah that was also the night that i remember fucking uh jay's missus um i'm, I'm hoping it's his missus that he's now getting married to and um but uh, when yes. she just was absolutely KO'd, sort of. Thing oh after. yeah. The first night, sort of. Um, uh, Bill Bill brought his missus and uh, and Jay brought his missus down to sort of meet the squad, and yeah. uh, it didn't end well for Jay's missus. Then no, she, she was in, in an absolute pickle. A world of trouble, weren't she that night? And I think that was the night we auctioned off the signed shirt. That I think you you was the only one who I think you ended up with it. Um, that was that was pretty good. We got all the. Uh, or the sort of the Pendle team and the legends to, to sign. Yeah. sign. Um, Fuck knows where that is then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God knows. Um, there's a few other sort of nights, weekends with, with the, the team, but do, do you want to uh, add any more to sort of the crane nights? No, I mean, I, like I say, I think it, it was just, just the, you know, it was one mm. of the, you know, one of the best places certainly yeah. at the time. 
um, you know, for a period there of five, six years where mm. it was just the place for us to, to be, whether that be starting off, finishing off in the middle of a night out. It was just, it really was just a, a fantastic place. Yeah. And obviously it had its many ups, you know, it had its that night where it kicked off down there and the, the clientele changed a bit. And, um, but, but generally all, all like the regulars were sort of bang on with us and, and we had a good laugh and, uh, I would say a few lock-ins over time and not many of the Pendle squad can say they've seen the cellar of the crane or... Yeah, yeah. There was then, yeah, two other two other V Festival trips, one of which mm. I was I was at and one of which I wasn't. But, um, yeah. so Kenzie, I'll let you explain yeah, on well, those ones. I was at both, but one of them I might as well have not been. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think this was the first one um, yeah, the first one was the one I didn't go to. The first one, me and Rob missed it. You and Rob, yeah. So the first one was, um, yeah, you was at the one where I probably wasn't there mentally. I think because yeah. of my my guest for the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the first one is where there's some magical stumble moments, and as much as he don't deserve to be spoken about or praised a lot of the time. He he made that weekend from start to finish for the crowd that went. And if you was on, if you was there that weekend um, from the Pendle lot, you you're very lucky. You witnessed stumble at fucking <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it started it started in the car park. Obviously, we'd all made our way down there, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We had a plan, and <laughs> stumble. I think he got out of Dell's car, a hard hat, and. Uh, Hive is, and just started marshalling the traffic in the car park. And it's like, what is he doing? And he's another man full of confidence, doesn't give a fuck. Um, and that was it. I thought, oh, he's, he's going to be on it this weekend. And he was brilliant. I mean, he was in my tent with me, I think. And I, I remember that something went down and we had to squeeze Roycey in with us or something like that. But um, over that weekend, Stumble, mate, you... you blew everyone's mind. You kept everyone laughing so hard. And I don't even know if you listen to these podcasts, to be honest. I'll have to test you and ask. But your your crocodile and your sheep fong that come out, <laughs> um, I remember you being on, I think, Ben or someone's shoulders during Rihanna and Eminem. And this crowd of girls just, just stripped you naked and destroyed your fong. Um, and then on the way back to the camp, you kicked this full bottle of drink on the floor straight into this hench geezer's bollocks and <laughs> thought, 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 thought we was going to get fucking done or at least you was going to get done. And then, like, we're, we're back at the, the camp and me, you and Tomo have sat up late, late drinking. And uh, I think it was into, like, the early hours and the, the sun was coming up. And you're sat there in, in another thong and you, you've leant back on your chair and these two fucking muscle beach geezers have walked past and you've gone, here, lads. And you've leant back on his chair, spread his legs akimbo, G-string up his ass crack, anything you like. And me and Tom have looked at each other, <laughs> looked at you and gone, what are you doing? It's like, and you're, he's cracking up. And me and Tom are like, oh, no, like, but laughing as hard as we could still. It's like, like, what is he doing? The next morning, he wakes up. He's still pissed. He's still pissed, <laughs> right? And 
I don't know what, what it was. It, I don't know if Tottenham were playing or they had played the night before and a load of Tottenham fans had sort of congregated around our, around our um, tents. But if you, if you remember, if you was on that weekend, we was quite near like the toilets and that. Even though it didn't smell, we were quite near the toilets. And a load of Tottenham fans had just started like cheering and singing Tottenham songs and Stumble took it upon himself in just his thong and his white pair of Adidas socks to go over and just... And he's still pissed at this point. still pissed. <laughs> just to go and jump on them, start dancing in and around them. And they're so close that Stumble's literally in muddy piss like and shit. Like, just coming in white socks, jumping all over so these grim. absolute, like, geezers. But unbelievable weekend. Like, it was, it was just superb. We had a good drinking session. I remember the next morning or the, that night, like, tents being set alight and someone had blown Milbo's tent up and Berry got in his tent one year and everyone just destroyed it. And he was like, well, oh. Well, no, that, that was the... That, so that was the year I was there. And right. I remember that they turned... They... They decided that the Holbridge lads, certainly or Berry, Royce, and a few of them, had decided that not not enough that we're going on a big weekend of getting on the piss all day. They've decided that on the Thursday night they're going to go out and go go Rayleigh, probably yeah. probably in probably in the brush or maybe South End or something. They were an absolute disgrace on the Friday. That the state they turned up in, like they was hanging <laughs> out of their ass. Yeah, day. yeah, I remember. And, I remember Berry couldn't even do any. He couldn't do anything that day. And bearing in mind, he, this was a man who's in the army. I'm sure. He, I'm pretty sure when he was in Africa, he was doing bits of construction um, as part of uh, as part of the sort of you know getting ready to acclimatise to the to the heat that you're going to have to face in the in the warfare where they are. Yeah. But um, no, he was. He's he then turned up and didn't know how to put up a tent, which I thought was an absolute disgrace for a man of the army. Really, that he couldn't put a tent up, and he he ended up just so fucking out of it. And I think in the end, he, he sort of built part of it, and then he just decided uh, he, I think, in the end, just jumped on top of the tent, or someone maybe he half built the tent and was asleep yeah. in there, and then someone decided to just. I think they all jumped themselves on top. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Him and Sesk were wrestling a fair bit. I remember that. Yeah, but. uh no, nah, just fantastic weekend, and you know that was just that was what the, you know what, the extended um, family and why we enjoyed playing for Pendle so much was those that we that we got together as a group like that, and you know it wasn't just it wasn't just playing football for us. It was getting together as a group of mates, getting out on the lash, and just having an absolute cracking time together as a group. Yeah, and it, you know, and it could be. It could be a presentation that's to do with the football, or like you say, it could be a V Festival weekend, and this, you know, the family got together and everything was absolutely like we didn't really have a like bad night out, and everyone was like mm. on form. And if it was a a Friday night down the crane or, or a random Sunday that's turned into a session, like absolutely superb. <laughs> Well, there you have it, guys. That is the end of episode 12 on Pendle's Greatest Nights Out. We we had to give it two parts just because of the amount of stories we had to uh, had to discuss there with uh, the many nights out we had as a group. Um, episode 13 is probably a little bit clouded in mystery. It could be one of two, so so no real uh, lead into uh, in terms of what 
no giveaways as to what the episode will be. It might be one with a guest or it might be another one. We've probably got three more um, full episodes that might be broken down into two-parters, but we've got three more um, episodes lined up in this in this little series that we've done. We've thoroughly enjoyed it. We've been buzzing with the response you guys have had um, to, to the episodes. Lockdown's coming to somewhat of a little bit of an end, so hopefully once this is all said and done, we can... Uh, we can get something posted um, and planned for the future um, to get together and have a meet up and get on the beer because uh, it's certainly been something that we found doing this podcast that we've uh, that we've missed getting together and realising how much how much of a laugh we all have when we uh, when we got on the beers together. So definitely we've got like I say we've got three more three or so more episodes left to do. Um, possibly break down into a few parts, but they're going to be belters with a couple of belting guests is the plan. Um, so, guys, it's been a pleasure. Um, DME Pendle revisited. Over and out. Yeah.